I miss penis. Are you a boner guy? What a dick. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W-A-A-T-P. W-A-T-P! W-A-T-P! Hello, Robert Dixon Cousaroos! Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that's not afraid to visit downtown Ferndale, Michigan on September 30th. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a man who plays hard to get, and it just makes me want him so much more as a co-host. Host of the POS Podcast, it's Pat Oates. Welcome back to the show, Pat. Glad to be back. I'm sorry I suck. I love this show, and I, I hate when I can't come on. So. Uh, we're excited to have you, buddy. Please go to whoarethese.com, get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and that link to Patreon and Supercast, featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month, as well as the live streams every Wednesday and Saturday. Tomorrow, another crossover episode with Dick Masterson, hey, and you can watch that live at 6.30 Eastern if you are on our Patreon. We're also doing a bonus creep-off tomorrow at 2 Eastern if you're on the Creep-Offs Patreon. So it doesn't take much. Five bucks for each one is all you need. Also, speaking of giving us money, the tickets for our New York City show will be going on sale next week, uh, August 24th, 3 p.m. We will have a pre-sale for our Patreon and Supercast subscribers, and then on Friday at 3 p.m. on the 26th, they will go on sale for the general public. And uh, on the show this Saturday, I'll be making more announcements about everything that's happening with that show. That's gearing up to be a good one. There's a lot going on. I'm excited. Love it. Uh, also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called The Three Questions with Andy Richter. This was a suggestion from Alex Fuck you, Alex. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show hosted by Andy Richter. I went ahead and zoomed in on a recent episode from August 2nd featuring our old friend Pat Oswalt. And I know that you listened to that one as well. They have the same voice, first of all. Yeah. So that sucks. They sound exactly the same. And you can't tell which one is being the annoying asshole. So you just think it's one guy going on talking to himself. They're both Nancys. There's yes. more estrogen on this episode than there is on an episode of The View. It's insane. You, you can't believe there's two men talking to each other. Can I address the one elephant in the room with the podcast right away? Yeah. He asked so many more than three questions, right? Am I wrong? He does. And the concept all is three questions. I like that. Three questions, and then we're done. There's a hundred questions before it gets to the first of the three questions. Oh, are there actually three questions? Because in the episode I listened to, I, he didn't distinguish which one was one of the questions and which yeah. one was all the other questions. I just assumed when he was like, so what are you doing? That was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, okay, these, I'm on your dumb show. They have fake band. It's it's every, like, if you liked Conan and you were, ne- but you sat there and went, I wonder if the guy who's not interesting did all the work. That's what the show is. Because it's like Andy Richter has nothing to say. 
And then these guests feel bad they're not on Conan, so they're kind of giving him nothing. Yeah. Once again, Andy Richter is on Conan's platform. He's broadcasting from Conan's studio. Andy Richter minus Conan is not good. I have a lot of examples of that. But getting back to what you were saying, how he feels obligated to ask certain questions, near the end of this podcast, Patton is like, all right, this is over, right? Because I have to go. And Andy will not let him leave. It's great. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's uh, Bob. Uh, you won't see anything weirder on television. No, you will not. You will not. You no. will not. Um, um, I I do need to pee. Okay. I think I'm going to have to well, end this. All right. Well, can I just say, there is the final question, which is like, okay. what have you learned? Like, what do you, you know, like. I love that he goes, all right, you got to go. You've made that very clear. You have to pee. Let me just ask one more super <laughs> open-ended question that's impossible to give a quick answer to. So before you go, what's the meaning of life, please? <laughs> I'm doing that for now on. If anyone says to me, just like, I have to go to the bathroom real quick. Yeah. What have you learned today? <laughs> then, you can, then you can go. What's the most important life, life lesson over the past decade that you've learned? And actually, give me your top three. <laughs> He is, he's the most uncaring host because not only does he do that at the end, at the very beginning, if you listen quickly, he says there, he goes, Patton says, yeah, I didn't know it wasn't at your studio. So I drove all the way there and thank God I got back in time. And he doesn't go like, sorry. He just, oh yeah, I forgot we're doing it on Zoom or whatever. So he didn't even tell him right. that we're not meeting in a studio. Yeah, I didn't, you know what? I didn't even pick up on that. The fact that Ben's like, well, it's a good thing I even got back to my home in time to do this because I came all the way to the studio and you weren't there. <laughs> and the reason for that is because Andy Richter has COVID. And I feel so bad for the guy because he did everything right. Mm-hmm. So uh, how, was, how was your COVID? <laughs> my COVID was frustrating. Oh, and actually I should mention... So Andy has COVID. That's why he's out at the studio. But Patton just had COVID recently, yes. and so he's asking Patton about his COVID. Mm-hmm. So uh, how was how was your COVID? <laughs> My COVID was frustrating only because, and I think you're going through the same thing. I'm vaxxed and double boosted, so I had to. I was shooting a TV show in Savannah, so I had to isolate in place for one week in a hotel room in mm. Savannah. <laughs> Jeez, I, I just don't understand. He did everything that the pharmaceutical companies, the federal government, and the media told him to do, and he still got COVID. It's, it's a, crazy that two fat guys without necks have COVID. It's nuts. <laughs> what are the chances of that? It's crazy. I'm sure they'll learn from this experience, though, and the next time a uh, pharmaceutical company comes out and says, hey, this thing that we created uh, very quickly and without a lot of trials works perfectly, they're going to question it probably next time, right? The second I hear someone make like vaxes and boosts try to sound cool, I fast forward it a little. He's like, double vax, double boost. Like, fuck you. It's not a macchiato, you dickhead. It's just like, fucking, it's, you got a shot from a thing because you're fat. <laughs> so I could not believe how bad Andy was at talking, at asking questions. This is the second question after how was your COVID was the first question. This is terrible. How are you? You've been you you uh, you're pretty busy all the time, man. I mean, you you uh, you know you're soaking up all the work. Frankly, I- <laughs> that's what I want to talk to you. Leave a little for the rest of us. Yeah, please um, come on. Let's do something. <laughs> um, Dude, I can't believe you didn't take over for Conan. That's the host of that show. Go figure. It's funny. I was talking to Drew and Mike yesterday, and we were talking about how we we're going to do this show. And we all agreed that Andy Richter on Conan O'Brien in the 90s was great. 
Do you remember that, Pat? It was a good show. He, he was a better Ed McMahon. He was funny. Yes. He was quick. If you watch clips of when they have people on, like Conan has like, if you can go to YouTube and go like the worst guests or when Conan confronts someone, it's usually like Andy, yeah, like shut down Chelsea Handler one time. If you let him be a sniper, he's great. But if you let him talk all the time, you learn he should be a sniper real quick. All right. You hear that, producer Chris? Oh, yeah, if yeah. you start the producer Chris show, we know exactly. <laughs> uh, so what are you up to and stuff and things? Oh, whistle, whistle. And this is great, too, because he asks a question and he's obviously done no research on his guest, which if you're going to do an interview style show is the bare minimum, I would think. Do you still push to do like, you know, like a, a, a show centered around? I mean, I know you did. Uh, AP, uh, AP bio, AP bio. Is that, yeah. is that still going on or is that? No, we got, yeah. uh, miraculously NBC, uh, and Peacock gave us four seasons for a show that again, critically acclaimed and no one watched. Yeah. But... So are you still doing that show that I don't even know the name of it? No, it was canceled and it's called <laughs> AP bio. I would have had it in my notes written down AP bio. And then I would have Googled, is AP Bio still a show? <laughs> it would have great if the follow-up was, hey, is your wife still alive? <laughs> yeah. Well, in my research, you have a wife, right? She was a writer and stuff. Holy <laughs> shit. I don't know how far you got into this episode. I fast-forwarded some because it was hard. Okay. So not going to lie. Because near the end, for some reason, Andy decides to get real serious. And you can tell that Patton wants nothing to do with this. Has it been hard? Uh, like, you know, you've been through some really tough times. I mean, you, you lost your first wife, passed yeah. away. Has it been hard, like, is it hard to do comedy in those times? Like in rough times in your life? Is it hard to go out and say like, okay, here comes the funny guy going to make everybody be funny? Now, whether Patton killed his wife or not, I don't know the answer to that. Either way, he she did. died. He did. Is it hard to do comedy? It's hard to do anything. Yes. I don't want to go to my dentist if his daughter died that day. You know, it's going to be a, a shit job he's going to do. Imagine if the answer was not at all. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. I, was actually I actually try to kill more people before big specials all the time. My best special was after her death. I do it all the time. What a fucking insane question. And you heard Patton when he goes, now I want to transition and you've had some tough times. He's like, oh boy. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about this, dude. Are we doing a comedy show? What's going on right now? Is this a comedy show? He's trying to be the interviewer. He's Barbara Walters. Well, the nice thing is even when it gets this dark, they do sound identical. So it's going to be funny no matter what, right? Oh yeah. They're they're just (laughs) hilarious guys. You listen to a bunch of different episodes, Pat. Yes. Does it ever get funny, or what's the point of the show? It gets funny if someone else makes it funny. Michael Sarah is not the worst of the guests that he has because he tries to do parenting talk with Michael Sarah, and Michael Sarah kind of makes fun of him for asking him that question. Good, because he he, he's kind of like, uh, so isn't it crazy? Like questions like when your child like doesn't know how to communicate, isn't that crazy? And he goes. He's like, oh yeah, it's like I almost don't know when they're hungry. Like, like he kind of like made fun. He's like, yeah, they communicate, asshole. It's like we're not saying that, but he just asked the most mundane questions because he's just he's just trying to be the view, but for fat white men. That's like all he's trying to do. Why is he trying to do that? Nobody wants that. When you when there's a celebrity that you enjoy, you want to hear them talk about the work they've done, the projects they're working on, things that are coming up. I don't give a shit about Michael Sarah's parenting. But that's the thing. Like, what they're what the dumb thought process you can tell is is like, 
I'm not going to ask all the questions that like Conan or Leno or like real people or Rogan would ask. I'm going to ask everyday shit. So that way these fake famous people, like most of them, those are the, we've named the biggest celebrities that have been on it. It's usually like uh, somebody that was on the OC from seven years ago yeah, or yeah. something like that. Like Rachel she was Bilson on the, was out right. there recently. Yeah, yeah. I was like, how fat is she? That's all I was looking for. Mm. It's like, that was it. But it's like, nobody's really a big star. So he's like, let's ask how what regular life is for them. Do they drive a regular truck? He's trying to do the Fallon thing, but it's not working. Like, let's talk like poor people. The saddest part about that is... Every podcast is doing this. Yes. Every bad podcast. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there are good ones like like Rogan, like you mentioned, and probably Conan. I don't really listen to Conan, but Conan's great. So it's not anything even unique or new. Oh. Like having a boring conversation with a celebrity is going on all of the fucking time every day. I'm over like, it. I wish he asked. He's like, hey, did you kill your wife? Like, I would have listened to that podcast. Even if he went, no, asshole. Like, that would have been, not that he should be edgy, but if you're going to do something, get that out there. Hey, Michael Sarah, are you a man? Like, I don't even know what you are. Like, are you a boy always? Do you take testosterone? What are you? Hey, Jeanette McCurdy, did you really call your book, I Killed My Mom, or whatever the fuck you was? What is wrong with you? I get it. Dan Schneider fingered you, but calm down. That would have been my questions. Pat, I have good news for you. This yeah. is actually the question that you were hoping for. <laughs> have you ever got to yeah. be the murderer? Uh, yes. Any- have you ever got to be the murderer? He asked I- Pat Noswell, <laughs> unironically. I did hear that part, but it was I chuckled to myself going, does he have a clue what he just did? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he does. I don't think no. he would have asked that question. So I'll... I'll let you know that in context, they're talking about roles that they play yes. in movies and TV. Have you ever got to yeah. be the murderer? Uh, yes. Any- and then this is funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Murdering is the best. Getting Murdering's to murder people. I, Have you been a murderer? <laughs> Murdering people is the best, especially if it's your whitey cunt wife. Yes. That's what it really is fulfilling. It really feels good. Well, I'd still rather hear that conversation than like. Hey, we both played dumb animal. No one cares about many times in movies. You want to discuss that? What Richter was a penguin in Madagascar. Pat Oswalt's every annoying. He ruined Sandman by being a crow. Like it's you know, it's like her raven, whatever. Yeah, they're all they suck. I don't want to hear about that either. Instead, Pat, what I want to talk about are the landmarks that we all drive past on our daily routines. <laughs> He's from the this. Foster's Farm Chicken Ranch family. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, wait. The one up on I-5 when you're driving north on 5? and I think what? so, yeah. Can you believe that, Pat? <laughs> First of all. The chicken farm that's up on 5 when you're driving north on the 5 and you see it on the 5? You know what I'm talking that, about. That was two people both not knowing what they're talking about. Because <laughs> one said a random chicken farm. He yelled 5 twice. And the other one goes, I think so. What do you fucking mean you think so? You just said the name of the place. It's the chicken farm you just mentioned. I don't know where it is. These fucking assholes think everyone lives in L.A. They have no yeah. idea that there are people outside of L.A. who don't care about the chicken farm or where the five goes. They don't give a shit. I can't imagine anyone, like, seriously, every week, like, like your fans waiting for your podcast to drop going, oh, a new one's out. There can't be anyone like, oh, good, the Patton Oswalt episode with Andy Rick. Like, for real. I can't wait to learn about two thumbs talking. Like, who would give a shit? Yeah, and also, 
I've mentioned multiple times on this show, there's a lot of people who are overexposed. Patton is one of them. He keeps showing up on our show, which is one way that you know that. I mean, obviously, he's got the show with his wife that's unlistenable. But he's also on everyone else's show, too. And he has nothing to say. I know that Patton Oswalt used to be funny. Would you agree with me on that? I, I, when I look back, I thought, too. But I think if you go back and watch stuff we thought was funny, it's not. He yeah. was just weird looking on TV when not everyone was weird looking on TV. Now they just cast every ugly person. But he was the weird looking. Is that a, is he retarded? That's what we yeah. all thought. Like, is that Corky growing up? Because he looks like he has downs. And you're like, oh, it's a downs guy. That's cool. Like, oh, wait, it's That's not a cool. downs guy. Yeah. A downs guy on TV. It's so good. It's like, the fuck? Like he should be canceled for playing a downs guy when he doesn't have downs. You know what I mean? It's like, well, that's ableist. God, you might be right. The more people yeah. I talk to who said, no, Patton was never funny. And I go, really? Was I yeah. crazy? But there's a lot. That kind of seems to be the consensus now. The only special people liked of his was the one when he talked about his wife being dead. And no one really said it was funny. It was yeah. just touching. But that, so was Nanette. You know what I mean? It's not supposed <laughs> to be touching. It's supposed I mean, to be fucking comedy. I did touch myself to Nanette, if that's what oh, you mean. so hard. <laughs> <laughs> While she was being raped, I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... They talk about the military because I guess Patton's father was a Marine and they talk about being a military person. And Andy Richter is such a Nancy boy. This is his concern about being in the military. But still, I just like the notion of having somebody yell at you and make you do push-ups and shit. Like, oh, that just sounds I could I would not. His first thought about being in the military, I had to do push-ups. Fuck that noise. I couldn't handle that. I know what he was going for. Like, they're so brave and tough. But, like, that just made everyone who was a troop be like, dude, fuck you. Like, that's not all we do. I also kill Vietnamese babies. Like, we yeah. do other stuff. It's right. like, there's a variety of activities. I was hoping Patton would say, well, when I was an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., I was hoping he would say that <laughs> and go with me. He didn't even have the humor to do that. It's oh, like, yeah. No, these people are both humorless because yeah. they're talking about the military and Patton's father being in Vietnam. And for some reason, they have to turn that into a gun control conversation. And these people are fucking idiots. Well, and it, it also does it. Like you said, it kind of also lays bare the fact that no more guns won't help. No. Like any one of those situations, like if, if there's a mall shooting and everybody in the mall has a gun. Oh, my God. That just like Blood how mask. on the face of that you can't <laughs> see like that's a terrible idea. That's just exactly. a terrible idea. So this is how out of the loop these people are, because wherever they get their news from, they don't realize that this just happened. The scenario yeah. they just laid out there just fucking happened. And a guy who had a gun took out a sh- an active shooter. This morning, as Greenwood, Indiana authorities hunt for answers in that deadly mall shooting, investigators crediting a bystander, 22-year-old Elisha Dickin, who was legally armed, with stepping in and stopping the suspected shooter before more were killed. Oh, interesting. So sometimes more guns <laughs> is gun. No shit. <laughs> Picked a bad example there, dummy. This kind of interview is two people, what's obviously Richter, but then like Patton goes on because... Like I said, he plays dumb shit on TV and in movies. He's never been serious. So he wants to go, I'm not just a dumb cartoon come to life. I'm a person. So give me person questions. Like, no, I want you to talk about when you were a rat chef or whatever. Like, like we only want you when you're a dumb cartoon. Well, it's more than that because both Andy Richter and Pat Oswalt, after Trump got elected and probably before as well, have gone full libtard on right. Twitter. 
And so if you follow either of these people, they're unfollowable. Like they, they really take themselves very seriously when it comes Way to politics. Way more tarred than lib, though. If you're going to balance yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 80, yeah. 80 tarred, 20 lib. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and actually, that's a good point. I think that Andy Richter might actually be mentally retarded. Listen to this clip. Yeah. And also, I feel that way. My, my big thing with it is always like that kind of gatekeeper feeling of, uh, you know, like I, you, you know, like that somebody's got to be, uh, you know, like I'm, I'm good. This didn't end the way I wanted. This is a professional broadcaster. This is a yeah. celebrity who can't piece together a sentence. It's cool to have a stroke in the middle of your interview. <laughs> it is pretty neat that you can just recover from it. Dude, honestly, I've heard stuttering John be more coherent than what Andy Richter just did. That was my question I was going to ask you about listening to this with Andy Richter. Yeah. As much as you thrive on everything stuttering John, do you almost go, wait, stuttering John was a sidekick who tried to do this. Is stuttering John better than Andy Richter? No, <laughs> Stuttering John's not better Ooh. than anyone. No, and I actually, know, but when you really think about it, at least no, Stuttering John would just lean into the retard more. Andy still doesn't realize he's retarded. Like, Stuttering John is almost, like, taking the glasses off and going, oh, I, I, I got special parking now. You know what I mean? Like, like he kind of gets it a little bit. Well, all three of them decided, well, if I can't be funny, I'm going to get political. That's true. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's a big move. That, that's always a good move, right? And actually, let's let's talk about these people suffering from... Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah, I and I one thing I I remember after Trump got elected, you said and it might have been on Twitter, it might have been in an interview. Mm -hmm. You said something about like you sort of addressed fandom and said something to the effect of, "Hey fandom, maybe we should be paying more attention to the stuff that really matters out <laughs> in the world." Do, do I, you remember saying I that? I can't remember. I mean, I I did remember thinking that I was guilty of letting my these other realms that I dwell in uh, replace the real world for me and, and uh, what, what seemed like a lot of minor silly stuff ended up being really, really crucial. And especially we're seeing that now with the midterms coming up. Oh, stop it with the midterms coming up. They're taking themselves so goddamn seriously. Just make with the waka waka. What are you doing? <laughs> You're I do clown. hope there is somebody in this world who bases their vote based on Pat Oswalt's <laughs> advice. Like, I really hope that's a person, and then we can find that person and kill it. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's my message to these guys, and and uh, of course, stuttering John and Hell Sparks, everyone else. Trump was the president for four years. We're still alive. The country is still around. Get over it. Move on with your fucking lives. There's other things going on that you can have fun with. Well, it's funny, that. like, that's funny because if you went to go talk to Pat Oswalt about a, a show he was in 20 years ago, he'd go, I've moved on now. But then <laughs> right. with politics, he can't fucking move on. It's like, <laughs> right. All right. So this, again, is a horrible question. And he can barely even talk. And it wouldn't be a good question if he could. And I'm not cutting this off at the end. This is how he ends his question. Well, we, I mean, um, you know, you have, uh, and I, I mean, it's sort of your persona as a nerd, you know? And I mean, did you, is that what you were as a kid? Like, were you, you know? <laughs> were you always a dork, Patton? Because you, you come even. across really nerdy. Like, has that always been your thing? Or I mean, I know you're a retard now, but <laughs> were you a nerd? Yeah, what kind of question is that? But he wasn't a nerd. 
as nerd, which yes. is even weirder to phrase it as nerd, like as the <laughs> as the noun. Not you weren't being you. You are nerd, like the greatest one. So these two fruit salads decided they're going to start making fun of sports fans. These two fruit salads have the ovaries to goof on sports fans. It's the sports guys that are making fun of. Like I, to me, it's always been hilarious that guys that make fun of, say, like people that go see a Star Wars movie and dress up as their that do cosplay to go there. Those same guys, they're all macho. We'll put on little uniforms yeah, to go to a win. bar to watch their game. Like, I'm they'll, dressed up yeah. like my favorite. That's you know? my favorite, and I have his shirt on. Yeah. I'm like him. I'm like him. I want to uh, be like daddy. I mean, I know that you guys aren't a sports, <laughs> but I just found oh, that a little bit I offensive. Like, I, I am a sports. I was raised a sports fan, a huge Yankee fan, Giants fan, stuff like that. I don't care what people dress up like. I think they're all dorks. But the fact that he's called, I wouldn't call them a Star Wars guy. Don't call them sports guys, first of all, you fag. That's what you sound like when you say that. Exactly. Hey, when people yeah. are fans of sports and they dress up, they shouldn't make fun of us. We're the same people. I would get that. But to try to like, now that I'm famous, I'm going to bully them. It's not going to work. They're going to laugh at you. No, you. at least the person I'm dressed up like is a person. You're dressed up like, <laughs> yeah. you're dressed up like an Ewok, motherfucker. Yeah, like, Darth calm Cheater's down. a little bit different than Darth Vader in this yeah. scenario. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good point. So then Patton's talking about great shows in the 90s that were never successful and should have been. Shows that I guess were maybe in theaters and executives from HBO were there and, and they should have taken off. And he asks Andy if he was in one of these shows. And for some reason, Andy says yes. I remember, I think I saw you in a thing, um, if I'm not mistaken, called Not Without My Nipples. Were you yes, in that? Yes, yes. Which yes. was a brilliant takedown of like lifetime TV movies and then just showbiz in general. And mm-hmm. it was just phantasmagorical, genuinely with really funny songs. I'll be yeah. your beard. I like yeah, it when yeah. you lick me down there and all that stuff. And it just nothing happened with yeah. it. Yeah, but, but I actually, was like, I actually wasn't in that. But it was all the people that I worked with. Yeah, so. I, for some reason I remember. I, I know Janine was in it. Why did he say yes? He said yes three times. He said yes, man. <laughs> Were you in that thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was really great. Was really, yeah, I didn't actually. actually no, that wasn't me. <laughs> I think he thought he can get away with the lie if Pat was going to move on. Yeah. But then he got details. He's like, oh, shit. I wasn't in that. <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, I played the nipple. Like, that's what I was. I was, like, <laughs> I was quickly removed. Oh, I wonder why it didn't work, by the way. You know who else was in it? Janine Garofalo. Oh, I wonder why that thing fucking tanked. Yeah, wow. Go figure. <laughs> she was in everything in the 90s, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the Patton Oswalt of her time. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're she right. was in everything, and you're like, she oh, was we the need an ugly Pat thing. Oswald. Yeah, she was like an <laughs> alpha Pat Oswald. <laughs> we need a little more testosterone and a little bigger penis. Let's get Janine. <laughs> so there have been times in Patton's career when he thought his career was over, and I wish he was right. There, I mean, there have been times when I'm like, "Am I? I guess I'm done." I feel yeah. like there was a, a couple, especially a couple of years, uh, like five years ago, I was. In a Broadway play that that then folded, and then I sort of got the blame for it, even though it wasn't my fault. But it was, and then I was about to leave New York, but then I got cast in a sitcom with Matthew Broderick, and then um, we did a whole week of rehearsals, and then I got fired from that. <laughs> <laughs> That's too bad. 
Yeah, there was like that time where I murdered my wife, and I thought my career was over. But then I was like, no one cared, because fuck her, and I got another wife. I got that subreddit removed from the internet, and everything's good. We're moving on. No one needs to know anything. I'm the new Brendan Schaub. I just move things. That's that's all I do. (laughs) So this is another retarded question. The way he asked it is stupid. That should be the name of the show, not three questions. Yeah. Here's another retarded <laughs> another question. Another retarded question. With I would Andy listen Richter. to that show always. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, then it would make sense. Yes. They'd be like, oh, well, no wonder he's asking these questions. It's called ART or just art. Another retarded question. You can sell merch. Oh, and the fans are artists. Oh, dude, that's your show. Andy, you can have. Well, I shouldn't say this on behalf of you, Pat, but I'm saying, Andy, you can have this one. It's yours, Andy. Take it. Because <laughs> also, have ART is Andy Richter TV. ART, and it, dude, you're welcome. Okay, Art. Art. Yes. Perfect. All right. So, again, this is a dumb question. The way he phrases it is dumb, and it's just a dumb question anyway. What? What is. Is there something, you know, like the juice that you get from. Like what the, the the and by juice I mean like the thing like the thing that hooks you in. Is there what describe the different juice you get from acting and the different and as opposed to the one you get from stand up? Like which well why do the two things question, have their yeah. hook in, into you? Why do you like acting and stand up? Well, they both pay extremely well and they're fun jobs that most people would want to have and can have. That's like saying like, well, why do you like blowjobs and anal sex? I, what do you mean? Better. What do you like the juice you get from blowjobs? <laughs> yeah, I like what the juice from blowjobs better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the juice either. But like, I don't know why he had the phrase. Literally, what you said that was the question. Do you still get off from acting in TV? Yeah. Or do you want to do something else? Do you like juice? I like juice. <laughs> <laughs> when you're acting, do you like it without pulp? Do you want the pulp <laughs> in it? Remember OJ? He also killed his wife. Remember that? That's a juice. <laughs> All right. So then Pat gives the most pretentious answer to that question. Because I would have said, what the fuck are you talking about? What are we talking about? He says this. Because with acting, you are surprising yourself and surprising another creator by interpreting something that they wrote and you know that they had a way that it sounded and looked in their mind and then you are bringing something so totally alien to it but trying your best to interpret what you think is on the page but when you see their start sometimes their delight and surprise it oh i didn't see it working that way but that actually was better like what a smug answer even if i thought that in my head i wouldn't say it yeah the delusion he has because in reality the actors are just shocked that a retard remembered his lines <laughs> they're like so, wow pat yes yeah, that is the line. Line. i don't know if you've been uh, most of pat oswald's not cartoon work is that he plays a twin of himself they do that a lot with him because they can't believe how retarded he looks they're like let's split screen it and make two so he did, and they're like we can't believe you can do it twice because he's just mumbling shit they're like throw him next to an alien it'll look the same <laughs> There is a famous scene from the sitcom he was on with Leah Remini. It was... Um, oh, another nut shot. Like, that's how old <laughs> of the group of retards. Well, I like Leah Remini. I like all the stuff she's done about Scientology since getting out of Scientology. Now that I, she's out. Yeah. The bitch was in. Okay, like, when they do that stuff, it's like you drank all the Kool-Aid and then you found more money in throwing up the Kool-Aid. So you're kind of a tart. 
Okay, I'm not going to argue with you on that one, but whatever <laughs> you know what it was mean? called, like King of Queens or something like that. Yeah. There's a scene in that show. It's a famous Pat Oswalt scene where he stands motionless in the middle of the room, the entire scene, just to see if anyone will notice. And it goes <laughs> on for a good two and a half minutes, and he's just standing there motionless, just staring blankly. Like that's literally what you do with Pat Oswalt yeah. when you have him in a TV show. Like, dude, you're crazy looking. It's hilarious. Just stand there. <laughs> Well, if when you're cast to be in a show because you want to make Kevin James fuckable, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like That's he was in point. there so he could be the hot brother. That's a good like, point. That show never yeah. made any sense because Leah Remedy is I mean, she might be hot. at that time. Crazy, she but, was very hot. Yeah, very hot. And then you've got you've got the retarded Stiller guy, whatever the father. Everything is a even the black guy wasn't even a cool black guy. Like everything was just dumpy. <laughs> like when you watch, like is that a real garbage man? I think they really are. And then like all of a sudden. They're like, we need something that's less fuckable than Kevin James. And Kevin James' brother, Gary Valentine, is not available. Let's go get fucking Pat and Oswald. That's a thing no one will fuck. And it lasted eight seasons. So eight they seasons. Obviously made some good decisions on that one. And Kevin James got laid off it. He's the best wingman. He's not a good actor, but Pat and Oswald is a great wingman. All right, so now he's going to explain how he comes up with stand-up jokes. And, again, just it's so pretentious. The way that Patton talks about himself. It's almost it's almost anti-collaboration in a weird way. You yeah, have yeah. to crack open a puzzle that is in your head. It's there. You just have to unlock it somehow. Right, right. And it's I like that amazing it. that amazing footage of Paul McCartney writing. Get oh Back my god. In that Out of thin fucking air. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, your bits are just like the greatest songwriter in history writing one of the greatest songs he ever wrote. It's just like that. I would disagree. <laughs> All his bits are about comic books. <laughs> yeah. You know, or just being a nerd. And that, that's all it's about. It's like, there's nothing. I think me going, I wrote a joke the other day about how I think Epstein is, is incredible because he overtook Hitler as the worst person ever. Yeah. And I, if I sat there and talked about that like it was Shakespeare, I'd be an asshole. I'm like, I was thinking about awful people and I wrote a dumb thing to make white people mad. That's what I did. So you don't think it's as good as Sergeant Pepper's? Is that what you're telling me? I mean, it's... <laughs> shit. Uh-oh. We just lost him. I got to get... No. I don't pay for Zoom, so uh, now I got to send him another link. Dude, don't say Sergeant Pepper. That's what happens. So apparently we have 40 minutes at a time with you on... Uh... I saw a countdown, but I didn't know that was a thing. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll just ignore that. But yeah, it's like, <laughs> I know. I, I thought the same thing. I'll just ignore that. See yeah, what I was there like, I, maybe I should say something, but this Pat Oswalt bashing is too good. So fuck it. Let's keep we going. We were having fun. Yes. yes. All right. <laughs> I just have a few more things to finish up with. Uh, one of did them you is, watch any other episode or did you just listen to Pat? Pat, I'm just one man. I'm one, I'm one man, but I was obsessed. I couldn't well, stop. What, what else did you pick up on? What am I missing on these other episodes? That he is autistic. Um, <laughs> that when someone has a pain, he doesn't let it go. Like when he said like the, the death thing, like without any feeling. With Chris Gethard, Chris is like quickly like, it was hard when I started to get fame, but then I was happy to be in a middle spot. And he goes, oh yeah, because you had that terrible anxiety that almost crippled and ruined your life. And he's like, yeah, that. And then he like continued to kind of like ask about it. Like, did the paparazzi make you nuts? Like, well, I never really had that, but I would be scared people were following me. And he'd be like, yeah, that must have been terrifying. And he's just like, yeah, can we move on? to? <laughs> like, he's all, He doesn't care about your pain. He just asks dumb questions because he's not a real person. Well, right. And I think that's what I was trying to demonstrate when I showed that Patton's like, okay, this is over. 
We're an hour right. into this. I got to pee. And he goes, okay, let me just ask you three more questions. You're like, no, are you not listening to me? Are you just on a script? And on that script, it just like, duh, er, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's not like someone's going to go, he didn't ask the life meaning thing. I, how am I yeah. going to move on? Unsubscribe. I need Ben <laughs> yeah. Oswald's guidance. If I went up to the top of a mountain and the wise man was that summy retard, I'd be so goddamn upset. Like, I don't need his knowledge. So this is another example of Andy Richter not paying attention or not knowing or not listening, trying to make a joke, which wouldn't have been a good joke anyway. Patton gets very confused here. So that's the same thing with the Seinfeld bit. He's like going, he's sitting at that, he's at, he's at, the, he's at the olive tree after doing, and again, the bit has not worked. And he's like, how hey, sad. Like, that man needs to go to better restaurants. He really, not the oh, wait, olive, garden, olive, olive garden. Tr- no. Okay, never mind. I'm the sorry. olive tree, you weirdo. I'm sorry. Wow. The olive garden is not a good restaurant. Good bit, Andy. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> well, not even that. Your listeners go to the olive garden. Yeah, you right. stupid fuck. Like <laughs> the people that are listening aren't can't afford the olive tree. They get breadsticks. Look at you. You're a breadstick. Like you should know your audience. You should have been like, oh, that's cool that he hangs out there. Yeah. I love it there. We're all family. No, he's like, oh wow, you should do better. Yeah, he should have <laughs> said, I love the olive garden, especially the one off the 405. If you take the 10 uh, to the 405. Take the five to the, the five, five to the five to the five. Yeah, that's yeah. probably my favorite one. That one's great. Listen to this music <laughs> intro. Oh, that's some bill- it's hillbilly shit. Yeah, it's really bizarre and generic. Hey, everybody. Uh, it's Andy Richter. Yeah. Uh, you're listening to The Three Questions. Sounds like Gary from San Diego. He's <laughs> <laughs> very excited about that. I don't know how much money Andy made, but I think he has enough to not use generic, non-licensed music. Doesn't it sound like he typed in music for my podcast? Yeah, podcast intro, fun country. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. He's on Earwolf and uh, Conan O'Brien's network, and they can't get an artist to make something for him? I'm sure he's met an artist that could have made something. He's met a million musicians. He could have just asked one that's on the show, hey, can you strum some, sing about me? I don't know, something. It was all, have Conan sing. Anything's better than that fucking Willie Nelson 3 tooth shit he's playing at the beginning. Conan plays guitar. Yeah. All right, this is the last clip that I have, and get ready to get pissed off because, as a lot of people know, the show that we do is myself and producer Chris, and we invite on guest co-hosts to come on. And beyond that, there's nothing else going on here. (laughs) This show that you just heard with an autistic idiot asking stupid questions to a guy who can't be funny to save his life. Listen how many people it took. Listen how many people it took to make this episode. The Three Questions with Andy Richter is a Team Coco and Earwolf production. It is produced by Lane Gerbig, engineered by Marina Pice, and talent produced by Galitza Hayek. The associate producer is Jen Samples, supervising producer Aaron Blair, and executive producers Adam Sachs and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson and Cody Fisher at Earwolf. Make sure to rate and review The Three Questions with Andy Richter on Apple Podcasts. Can't you tell my love's a growing? I counted nine people. Yep. Nine people to produce that horse shit. It makes sense, though, because I, that, I think in that logic, it was one guy started producing it and going, 
Oh, I can't. <laughs> I can't. And he tapped in, and the other one's like, all right. And they all take 10 minute spots to do it. I like that there's a talent producer. Like, what yeah. talent? What? You asked him to stutter? Like, what did you ask him to do? Say juice. Like, all right, good. I'll say juice. <laughs> Uh, Why are there four executive producers? That means they were putting money into it as an investment to hope to get a comp- money back. What are you getting? You just lost the Olive Garden as your only sponsor. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, hey, can you take my name off of the credits, please? I don't want to be associated <laughs> yeah. with this shit. I've already you know, lost my money. Now my reputation on it. What's that? Do you notice whose name wasn't on it? Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien. They said Team Coco, but Conan's not touching that That's shit. a very good point. Yes. Yeah. All right, it is time for Cringe of the Week. Cringe of the Week. And this first Cringe of the Week comes in from our old friend Adam Thoreau, who used to send these in all the time to us, but I think he's wised up and stopped listening to the shitty podcast so much. (laughs) But this is a show called The Podcast That Wouldn't Die, and this is from episode 157 of that show. Here's the description of the show. The podcast that wouldn't die is a new podcast where Kevin and Aaron review various films. You get to update that when you get into your 157th episode. It's no longer a new <laughs> podcast. Anyway, uh, apparently Aaron is very drunk. And yes, she pronounces it Star Trek. But the quality of makeup is amazing because uh, whatever, whenever you get possessed, it really just the makeup doesn't go beyond the jawline. It does not. <laughs> It involves white contacts and some like 1964 Star Trek makeup if it only was like you put a Jabberwocky mask on your head. That is correct. <laughs> wow. She makes Anne Hayes sound coherent. In that sounds clip. like Paula Poundstone. Like she has that like <laughs> over retard and better. She can say Jabberwocky, but she can't say Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That? Yeah. <laughs> she had no issue with Jabberwocky, but Star Trek. Like, what the she had a very Ted Kennedy esque voice. Like it was, it was it's a strange voice to go. I'm going to be on the air a lot. That's coming from me. That has the worst voice for the radio. Well, so I assume she's wasted. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt on this one. <laughs> oh no, she sounds. I mean, I don't know how old your listeners are, but she sounds like. Remember that like the cerebral palsy girl on different strokes that would tell jokes. <laughs> yes. Sounds like if she grew up and didn't, didn't die. I'm sure that woman died. But like if she did, she didn't die, this is her. She's not drunk. She's just palsied up. All right. Up. We have a second. We have a second cringe of the week that came in from uh, deeply unprincipled on our subreddit, and this is Lex Friedman had Duncan Trussell oh. on his show, and for some reason, Duncan decided to read a poem. At the end of the episode. He does it in a lot of things. Can I read you a poem? Okay. (laughs) Let's let's end our conversation in a poem. I love it. It's by Pierce Bysh Shelley, probably mispronouncing the name. But I think you'll right way to pronounce it. Thank you. Thank you. Um I'm Ozymandias. I met a traveler from an antique land who said Two vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert. Near them, on the sand, half sunk, a shattered visage lies, whose frown and wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command 
Tell that its sculptor, well, those passions read, which yet survive, stamped on these lifeless things, the hand that mocked them and the heart that fed. And on the pedestal, these words appear. My name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Look on my works, ye mighty, and despair. Nothing beside remains around the decay of that colossal wreck, boundless and bare, the lone and level sands stretch far away. All gone. <laughs> Behold the, the king. Look on my works, ye mighty, and despair. And this is a clip that Lex Friedman put out as like a separate clip to promote this episode yeah. that he had with, with Duncan. That's how he ended his last Rogan appearance, is Lex Friedman likes to read poems. And Rogan was kind of like, yeah, I guess you could read a poem. And then he just did that too. And he just read something. He's like, they talked about the Ukraine. They talked about Lex Freeman getting too drunk and hammered in Vegas. And then they're like, let's do a poem and ruin this thing that was good. I don't know why he does that, but he's, I think he thinks it makes him human. But that was Duncan doing that. Right. But I'm pretty sure he's making, on his show, he's making the guests you think read so? poems. Yeah. Because I've heard on other ones that the other guests do it. So that's like his format. He's Duncan Trestle is on lots of drugs and a maniac. Yeah. I can't imagine him. He would even think that was good. Okay. I was going to ask you how you felt about Duncan. So I think you've made that clear. I can take it in small doses, just like the mushrooms that he does. But yeah. like, I, <laughs> but it's like, but when he's when he's on Rogan and the two of them are dressed like patriots on the Fourth of July, talking about like how fun it was to rape back in the day. That's not the same guy that's doing poems and stuff. So it's like I think Lex tries to do that to make himself feel human or endearing because he's a robot. So it's like it's, it's weird in that way. But yeah, I can't imagine he would just read on purpose. He has a terrible voice. For reading i like that you microdose duncan trussell that really yes. is the way to go <laughs> it's all we can do it like once a year it brings you happiness that way yep. um, too much you're an addict <laughs> so i don't want to peel back the curtain too much but i actually asked pat if you would uh, read a poem for our fans yes. today pat did you have that prepared are you ready to yes to it's uh, ashes to ashes and dust to dust if liberace ate pussy he'd still be with us <laughs> Thank you very much. Pat. You're welcome. You're welcome I need to be much. ready with something. <laughs> I don't know why I am. I hate my life. <laughs> All right, I got a quick Opie thing that nice. I've been wanting to get to that I think would be fun. And again, this is a clip that's up on YouTube that Opie himself put up on YouTube because he's an idiot. So to vilify the guy that actually started the whole damn thing, that's that's just mental illness uh, playing out, I guess. Opie Opie and Anthony was such a big show, and yet people vilify you so much. I don't, Anthony's not doing as well without you either. Sure, you're doing worse, but neither of you are as good a part. <laughs> I'm doing worse. So remember, Opie put this out as a clip to promote the Opie radio show with someone saying, you guys both suck. You suck worse, yes. but you both suck. Yeah. Don't feel too bad. <laughs> You, you both suck, but at least that one guy has listeners. <laughs> There's right. a difference. That's awesome. And listen to his reaction here, Pat, because Pat has been on Anthony's show. It's where I first met Pat. I know you're on there again recently. You've seen Compound Media. You know the operations they have over there. There's a lot of shows going on. People subscribe to it. They pay for it. Behind People paywall. getting punched. There's a lot of stuff going There's on. There's a lot going on there. And <laughs> listen to what this idiot Opie says. I'm not doing worse. Jesus my pa my podcast numbers would say uh, very differently, uh, David D. I'm not 
What are you talking about, Opie? I see your numbers. Yeah, you get dozens of people watching you live. And Opie's trying to pretend that, like, I'm actually killing it right now. They used to work for you when you were on Sirius XM. And the bosses love what we're doing. Management's really happy with us. Okay, you can lie about that. But you can't lie to us now, Opie. It's not working out. It, okay, the number of things you can look up of, of troll YouTube channels that just make fun of Opie, that's half of your listeners. Yes. So when you have 48, 24 of the views are like tenacious or handsome T and people like that who just take the clip and shit on you. So you have four listeners. Yeah, and the rest of them are Benjamin Tucker. Yes. It's not, it's not going four, well. Four times. Yeah, David <laughs> Day, I'm not doing worse. Jesus. I decided to just kind of have fun for a while. And then if something uh, pops in my head where I want to, you know, develop something again, then I'm, then I'll go for that. But until then, I'm just enjoying my, my life. I'm enjoying my family. So I am not BFFs with Anthony by any means, but I do know this about the guy. He's also enjoying his life quite a bit, actually, and still making money, so he's got that. You can almost say now more than ever, because now he doesn't even care who's on. He's like, I'm going to have Clan Member Wednesdays with Gavin McGinnis (laughs) and just have a great time. And I love the guy, but I'm like, like, don't book me on Wednesday. I forgot my sheet. But but obviously, he's just doing what he wants to do and enjoying putting it out and giving other people opportunities to do stuff. And while Opie's on the beach staring at a dog during his podcast, I've watched that one one time where he just watched a dog run and left the camera on for 20 minutes but you didn't say anything you just watched a dog run <laughs> i'm enjoying live streaming in the morning with a with a cup of coffee and uh, and that's it uh I, I don't know why they vilify me so much i mean i was looked at as the, as the boss which sucks you never want to be looked at as the boss but the fact is and you know stuff like this pisses off anthony but it is the truth i developed the opie and anthony show I was doing a version of Opie and Anthony before. What do you mean that pisses Anthony off? He always gives you credit for he, this is the break he got into the radio business. He, he I don't think he would deny says, that. He dragged me into this. I wasn't going to do it. You And you gave me this. He gives him credit for that always. Yeah, and it's crazy, too, because Stuttering John's the opposite. He's like, I would have been famous without Howard Stern. I was, I was destined for fame. Anthony's actually a level-headed guy and goes, no, without Opie giving me a chance, you know, I, I wouldn't, I'd still be knocking tin or whatever the fuck he was doing. Right. And Opie tries to create this straw man argument. I know that Anthony likes to say that I had nothing to do with the Opie and Anthony show, but actually my name is Opie, which is half of that. Like, you know, we know. <laughs> Which is even better because most of his listeners like Anthony better anyway. So when he says that, the comments are like, that's not true. And there's like no fight. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, like no wrong. Shit. It's not like, yeah, Pat, it's not like he's developed new fans. It's not like right. he's like reaching out there and now there's people like, oh, you used to be a host of an a radio show? I had no idea. I just I just know your Facebook streams. Yeah, I'm sure some people think he's dead. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, like what happened? Why, why is Anthony alone now? I know Anthony's got his own thing. Did Opie die? I was doing a version of Opie and Anthony before Anthony, and then I realized that Anthony would be... Yeah, an unfunny version of it where you played records. What are you talking about? I just uh, I would uh, just ask Anthony to speak, but there was no one there. And thank goodness I got a guy. Like, yeah, there would have been jokes here, but there's no co-host, so there's no jokes. Huge, uh, a huge get for the vision I had for a giant radio show. So to vilify the guy that actually started the whole damn thing, that's... That's just mental illness uh, playing out, I guess. Oh, that's mental illness. The reason why people say that is because everyone who used to work with you hates your guts now. 
every single person hates your fucking guts. I don't know why they vilify me because they hate you because you're unlikable in every single way. That's why. Him being unlikable and uninteresting is what made that the greatest show ever because then they had to have people like Patrice and Burr and Louie and everyone be on all the time because they're like, we got to do anything to shut up Opie. So it's like (laughs) the simple fact that it became like the first podcast in a way because all these comments got to talk. If Opie was interesting, we would have never heard Patrice as much as we did. So that's thank really, goodness he sucks. That's a really good point. They're like, can we just stack the room with people talking? Because otherwise, Opie's going to be opening his mouth, and we can't yeah. have that. If he starts talking, let's let everybody, let's all these brilliant Rogan, everybody, come on in. Start saying funny stuff. Let's <laughs> yeah. have a guy puke on a guy. Let's have a retard's boner pop up. Anything yeah. to stop they're oh, like, Opie from chatting. They're like, how desperate are you? I'm like, we, can we get Rich Voss in here and put a microphone in front of him? That's how desperate we are for anyone to have a microphone. Let's just put a camera Rich. on Bobo's penis. Anything <laughs> just to stop Opie from chatting. All right. That is one of the best bits ever. Where they, <laughs> they talk to Bobo about like sex and stuff. And you watch his pants grow. And then he talks about the Mets. And then his pants go back down. They talk about this. And they just keep doing this to him. He just goes back and forth, up and down. It's one of the greatest things ever. We had him on my, my POS podcast because Bobby was like, let's have him on. And I'm like, oh, sweet. I don't know if this is going to work Like when he's just a guest. But we asked him about that. And he's like, I like those ladies. <laughs> he just he just owns it. He's like, yeah. And then he named other women you get boners for. And that was weird. But like, <laughs> I've told this story before, but it's been a minute. The first time I was on Anthony's show, Bobo was there in the green room. And I said hi to him, and he big-timed me. He just goes, okay. And then when he saw that I was on the show with Anthony, because he thought I was just, like, hanging out or whatever, all of a sudden now he wants to talk to me. Oh, okay, this this guy's a star fucker. I see what's going on here. Same thing to me. Yep. I said, oh, it's your Bobo, and he kind of just stared at me. And then when I went (laughs) home after being on the show, he Instagram friend requested me. (laughs) See? (laughs) I mean, he's... He's not dumb. Oh, well, no, wait, hold on a second. He is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dumb. <laughs> we have a lot to catch up on with Stuttering John, because there's been a lot of nonsense going on over there. Let's see. Uh, I'm not going to comment on this anomistic, but um, a, a lawsuit's coming, and it's not going to be a civil one. It's going to be a criminal one. That's all I'll say about that. All right, and, so uh, there was a comment up on the screen about suing Patreon and Kevin, which is me in this case, and he says, there is a lawsuit coming, and it's not going to be civil. It's going to be criminal, which is not how lawsuits work. John is not the FBI. He cannot bring a criminal case against me. And the fact that he thinks he can tells me he's not talking to a real attorney. He does not have representation if he thinks that he could actually have me arrested and sent to prison for laughing at him. You'd also have to be arrested first. Well, Pat, the funny thing is is that he (laughs) he actually called our local police department and bragged about it on Twitter and his show. Saying how, oh, yeah, yeah, I, w- I had a great conversation with the RPD today. Really, dude? What? Imagine taking that call. Yeah. You're the police. It's like, hi, it's me, Stuttering John. It's like, what? You, I would hang up. Like, no, enough, kids. <laughs> yeah. Stop doing this. Like, 
Hey, hey, guys, it's the stunt boy from Howard Stern. This guy's always hilarious. All right, what's up, buddy? Yeah, on the other line is the jerky boy. So who else is calling from the 90s? Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. This guy, this guy's like, ah, I was two days away from retirement. Yeah. God damn it, I got to deal with this. I got to go. Mr. T's on line two. Like, what the fuck are you doing? All right. This is a very dehydrated, stuttering John. The other day, last Saturday, he had an open house because he's selling his apartment. And so he had to clean everything up and get it ready for this open house. And he got very tuckered from this and was probably hungover. I mean, who's to say? But a lot of times, if I had too much to drink the night before, I'll be dehydrated the next day. A lot of times that's what causes that. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, baby, welcome to the world-famous Stuttering John podcast with your favorite world-famous host, Stuttering John Melendez. Sorry that I had to start a little late today, but I'll be honest with you. Finally. Felt like I was going to pass out. It's true. I was sweating my freaking cojones off. Your what? Cojones. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was cleaning the place since 9 o'clock. Even after I had it deep cleaned, vacuuming upstairs, downstairs. I just want to point out his apartment is not a big place. It's less than a thousand square feet. And he already paid someone to come over and clean it. And all you had to do was kind of like routine maintenance cleaning. And listen to how difficult this was for him. Carpets, floors, throwing out old umbrellas and (laughs) mic stands and... Whoa! I would do that two separate days. Umbrellas on Tuesday, <laughs> yeah. Mike stands on Thursday. Yeah. You did that all this morning? Holy shit, Good dude. System. No wonder. Are you cleaning your apartment or recovering from Hurricane Katrina? Like, what do you, why do you have, like, all these random things? And, by the way, how boring is your show that you, Carl, are like, hey, you know what? I know his apartment size. I'm like, what is he talking about on that show? We're yeah. like, big, big episode. I cleaned today, and I have an open house. No, you're homeless now, dude. Like, yes. that's what's happening. He literally opened his show with yeah. this content. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Hang on to at least one umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need it. <laughs> Lifting shit up and down and up and, and down. then uh does both. <laughs> just everything, you know. Uh, laundry, this and that. Ay, ay, ay. Cleaning the notes. bathroom and <laughs> washing all the dishes and Yeah, like anyone else in the world. You know, scrubbing the floors. Here's Why is he the dice clay? <laughs> He said, hey, I'm doing the dishes. Oh. <laughs> he, he said that he had to do the carpet, the floors, and now the floors again. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was vacuuming. I washed a uh, glass, and then I washed a uh, cup, and then I washed uh, uh, the saucer. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. And then, and then I paused. I took. I was tucking out, and then I cleaned the plate. <laughs> it was a big day. Rubbing the floors. <laughs> And I'm just breaking a sweat. Jesus. Scared. Look at him chug his OJ. And I just said, the juice. (laughs) The juice. The last time I felt this way was when I was dehydrated. Now, granted, I had a lot of liquids yesterday. Of course you did, John. 18 of them. (laughs) 18 liquids yesterday. And here I am all dehydrated. I can't figure it out. 
It's great. Liquid comes in 30 packs sometimes. <laughs> no, not just beer. Not just, oh, not just beer. Okay, thanks Thanks for correcting us. I think the chat knew exactly what we were going to say. <laughs> there was Muscatel. <laughs> I had a, high, a large high C fruit punch. I had a cocktail. There was ice in it. That's water. <laughs> Why is he name dropping? Yeah. <laughs> I see. By the way, a high fruit punch is something a child yeah. drinks. I had my, my fruity drink box. <laughs> Mister, give that back. Which means he went to the McDonald's drive thru. Where else are you getting high C yeah. fruit yeah. punch? That's a good point. <laughs> Tony Michaels. <laughs> oh, shit. We got 10 minutes again. All I was right. going to uh, say, we're coming down. Here. I had a, high, a large high C fruit punch. I had plenty of water, seltzer water, regular water, but I don't know. Seymour Butts, you're exactly right. It's the future. We, have, we should have Seymour robots Butts. for that. Then I, I clean the vacuum cleaner, throw all the stuff out off the balcony. <laughs> he throws them off the balcony? <laughs> I know Canoga Park's a dub, but dude, <laughs> have a little respect for the place. Jesus. I threw a vacuum down. I hit Andy Richter's. He was interviewing Patton Oswalt on the second floor. <laughs> you live in the who gives a fuck and apartments. Then out comes the filter. Then I got to go back downstairs and get the filter. Then I realize the attachment for the filter's gone. Then I got to go back downstairs. Whoa, we had to go downstairs? Jesus, that is a lot of work. I started sweating. I actually stepped three times. <laughs> Look for the attachment. It's not there. Then I go back upstairs. I find the top of the filter. Then I got to put that on. It sounds like a you problem more than anything else, John. It sounds like you fucked up. This was does, this the plan for the podcast? Like, yeah. break, this does sound like a rich down detail for detail of everything I did. <laughs> then I took a breath. I breathed out. Then I breathed in. Then I breathed out again. And continue. <laughs> like, so I want to see the notes. Like, Mention the filter. Mention it twice. <laughs> yeah, don't forget about yeah. the filter and the downstairs and the upstairs. Seymour Butts likes filter talk. I heard he likes that. I was out of freaking breath. You still are. That's from, Ever since I had those strokes, that's how it's been for me. Anyway, there's the link. <laughs> <laughs> Send me money. Holy shit. How do I get them to like me? Oh, I had strokes. Remember? Remember when I had strokes? <laughs> and it took have, away my only good thing, my stutter. Does that have anything to do with being dehydrated? If you had strokes in the past? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I, mean, I don't think that's how that works. Well, I mean, strokes. during it, you can get thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So John gets a super chat here. And I know not everyone can see this. So I will read it to you. This is interesting. On it. This one, anonymous liberal. Thanks for the ten bucks. Uh, I even advise everyone to make their YouTube name anonymous. All right, it says I would advise everyone to make their YouTube name anonymous. The last time I donated on here, I was doxxed on WATP Discord, and someone named Carl called my place of employment to get me fired. So this is what people are doing to John. They're fucking with him. They're telling him all this crazy yeah. shit, and he believes it because he's a fucking moron. John, you fall for this every time. And also, Anthony Kubi is talking about your kids right now. You fall for it every fucking time, you moron. He was docs on one of these fucking things on Discord. Uh, you know, so, yeah. He won't say my name. Yeah, Don't worry about it. 
What's the lesson? Don't worry about it. Because I'm handling all of that right as we speak. Uh, and uh, mm -hmm. uh, so <laughs> don't bog us down with details. About a thing. He's yeah. handling all of this as we speak. He's collecting all this. By the way, what he's doing right now is screen capturing that comment because that's going to go in his evidence bin. <laughs> Everything that people tell him, he's he's screen capturing all of the subreddits, all of our Discord, and going, see, Carl was talking about my kids on a super secret Patreon episode. They're all goofing on you, John, you fucking idiot. I don't know, Carl. At one point, I, I believed you, but after his defense of, ah, uh, yeah. I believe him now. You know, that right. was a good, he said, I got, ah, uh, I had a stroke. Let me see if I can get you back on my side here, Pat. I want to go, don't worry. I want to go all the way back. To September of 2020, back before John got a little self-conscious about his alcohol problem and would actually be honest about how much he would drink, I think this is pretty telling. That's how I do it, and that's why I'm in impeccable shape. But I have to be because, you know, you drink 12, 13 cause lights a night, you know, you're going to have to maybe even 14 if it's a good one, 15 maybe if I'm really... <laughs> You know, like like tonight might be a big one because I got the Yankees and the NFL. So it is it, it'll be a long night. His hands are tied here, guys. Yeah. There's two sporting events going on. There's two things on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stranger thing they gotta get caught up on. It's probably gonna be 2022 cause lights tonight. <laughs> There's a parade and a kids' ballet recital. I got two things I gotta go watch right now. Holy shit. And then oh. this is a fun little clip from a recent episode where he has a guest on. And the guest is trying to explain to John that you can disagree with people from the other political party, but you can do it with grace and politeness and kindness. And there's a way to go about it that doesn't have to be so abrasive. And this is such a foreign concept to stuttering John Melendez. He doesn't even know what she's talking about. He's literally confused by every word she says here. I try to disagree with Grace, and I know that that is not everybody's cup of tea, but I think that's something Who's that Grace? you need in somebody that is representing a really diverse group of people. You guys are joking, but literally that's how dumb John is. Yeah. Listen to this response. <laughs> and Maine is very different. Try and disagree with what? You disagree uh, with uh, Grace. With Grace. With Grace. With kindness and politeness, <laughs> even though I... You disagree with kindness? I try. I mean, that doesn't mean that I change my opinion or I'm a different person. It just means I use a little less stepped on Lego language a lot of the time. But do you understand what you just said? You disagree with kindness. Yeah, John. No. no. Oh, my God. Verb. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Like, this is real? This is real, dude. This, this is isn't who's on first, but he's doing it. Like, this is real. This he isn't a fast Where did you meet kindness? This is what <laughs> Howard Stern's been saying this for decades. John is funny when he's not trying to be funny. Yeah. That's when you're funny, John. Really you're is. not a comedian. <laughs> he really believes that this woman hears someone be nice and goes, fuck you. Stop <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> He's being polite. John, I can't believe explain. I know you're listening. John, she's being polite in her disagreement. That's what she's saying. I like what to be a cunt to kind people. <laughs> That's my motto. First of all, now I got to Google Grace. How do you spell that? Two S's? <laughs> How many S's are there in that How many S's, S's, S's. <laughs> I think you can kindly tell somebody that they're really effing wrong. 
So, you, in other words, you agree with being kind. Right. Yes, but you just yes, said I'm I kind in my kind. disagreement. What? I, I'm kind in my language choices when I sure. disagree. Now, and you'll, yeah. you'll see that on Twitter. You'll see me interact with people that are very toxic to me, and I'm happy to have a conversation. I'm just not going to go down their sure. rabbit hole. Okay, I get it. Now, look, let me say thank you to Mark Safe for being <laughs> rated Baja King for the five bucks. Okay, why don't you tell everybody? <laughs> what a fucking idiot. Let me thank the Baja King real quick <laughs> because he's important. Thanks, lady, for sharing your toxicity. The Baja King <laughs> is throwing me five bucks. All right, Pat, I have a clip that I've been very excited to get to. It's a longer clip. So I'm going to go Do you away. have time? Can I reconnect with you so that we, <laughs> yes, have, so that yes, we don't I've... get cut off? Okay, I'm going to send you another link. I fucking hate Zoom. It is my least favorite thing. Don't tell Pat that. I don't want Pat to know he's really putting me off today. Sponsored by Zoom. Oh, shit. Is it? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it's a real possibility. And Olive Garden. <laughs> so the only time that John wasn't fucking confused in that clip was when he was being smug, thinking that he was correcting yeah. the broad. Isn't that great? Yeah. Let me yeah, tell but you. what you just yeah, said, yeah. you dumb see. <laughs> Let me tell you what you just said, like a dummy. And instead of saying, no, John, you're a retard, yeah. she was disagreeing with kindness again. <laughs> yes, you're right. She was demonstrating the yes. thing that she says she likes to do. <laughs> Here's how you do it. It's <laughs> incredible. Fucking incredible, yeah. this guy. All right, Pat, you ready? I'm ready. All right, this is great. John just had a big falling out with one of his bartender friends. <laughs> There's so much to discuss here. Tell me to pause it at any time okay. as we go through this. This is fan-fucking-tastic. I'm so sick of these Trumpsters. And let me tell you about a story yesterday. And this is a fact. <laughs> I will no longer attend He's got the finger a pub. Out. That this bartender is working at. Okay. First off, I want to point out that the scroll on the bottom is that thing to donate to the friend of a friend who's going through chemo uh, treatment. So, and I, I guess I didn't realize this when we were goofing on this last time. What he's doing is illegal. Mm. You can't ask for charity un unless you're keeping books on that. He's asking people to donate to a charity that's his PayPal address. That's illegal. Unless he has some kind of not profit tax thing, which you know he does not have. You right. cannot no comedy shows. He's gotta have something, but he can't just ask for it and say, I'm gonna give it to him. Yeah, you need to you need to be like a 503C. Like do you have to register with the government to do this kind of thing? You can't just tell people like, give me the money, I'm good for it, I'll give it to the charity. And that's I counted I, I counted five hundred and three C's, <laughs> I wrote them all down, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I did it. Get the, the girls got leukemia, let it I want the money, it's fine, I got a filter for it, it's good. It's literally what he's doing, and holy shit. Okay, so we've already established he's upset. There's a bartender yes. involved. This is a lot. Let's get into No it. more pub. I have been going for years to certain pubs <laughs> to support this bartender. All the time. She happened to move from one venue to another. No need to get into the details. You just did. And since then, <laughs> even though people said, oh, 
You guys aren't going to support her anymore after a week or two. What's been five months? Yeah, who the fuck was <laughs> yeah. who the fuck was saying? You know what, John? I bet you wouldn't even go drink at that <laughs> yeah. bar. Like, I sure will. He leaves his house. Boom. <laughs> you know, you. you know, said that the guy who owns the other bar. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you're not gonna go. She's not gonna fuck you, John. She didn't yeah. fuck you here. She's not gonna fuck you then. She'll fuck me. Pat, <laughs> you have already picked up on something very early out of this discussion. I used to bartend. I know regulars okay. during the day. That's what he is. Yes, correct. Yes. Because this is what John is. John's angry that he was rejected and huh? he's turning it into a political thing. But listen to this. This is great. You guys aren't going to support her anymore after a week or two. It's been five months. I still go to the various different places that this bartender goes to. I'm but a that hero. ends now. Whoa. I follow her to the bank. Sometimes I look in her windows. <laughs> I know what she does. I know where she lives. I guess you could call me a gentleman. <laughs> Last night, well, yesterday, after the Yankees took another heartbreaking loss, I went and mailed things that were helping one of our beloved chatters, whose loved one is undergoing expensive chemo treatments. And I mailed this person a Groupon for chemo. I mailed- <laughs> 50% off your next treatment. <laughs> I saw a billboard that said, why be bald forever? And I sent them the Groupon in the link. <laughs> I mailed something that I obtained from one of my buddies at one of the various watering holes that I go to. So what John just described, again, another federally illegal act is he mailed drugs to someone who's going through treatment. It's like, I got this substance. I'm not going to tell you who I got it from or where I got it, but I did put it in the mail, the U.S. mail, and had it shipped across state lines. I bought weed from a guy at a bar, and he got me a shot of Jaeger. It was a good deal. What a but you are all accomplices now. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be our secret. <laughs> Don't tell anyone, or we're all getting in trouble. Yeah. Don't call the police. I already called them on Carl. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, I see you waiting on the wings, but you're not on video. This is a video show. He just scolded a guest who isn't even on the show yet. You don't have to turn on your camera while you're waiting for the asshole to talk about the bartender who's being a dick to them. You could wait and hang out with your camera off, John. There might be cleavage. <laughs> That's about to get to, yeah. So, I yes. go to the pub. I'm not going to name which one it is. Who would care? And I get my balls busted because the Yankees lost, and that's fine. Oh, good. But then... I like that he's like, I have a good sense of humor, yeah. though, so it's fine. You know, I'm, yeah. I can roll with the punches, everyone. Sure. That you? also means that, like, this shit bar that he goes to is so over that he used to be famous yeah. that when he walks in, they're like, the Yankees lost, you piece of shit. That's all they yell at him. They yeah. know him as a Yankee fan, not like the once famous guy. That's hilarious. That, that's a really good point. <laughs> His identity is that he roots for the Yankees and the Giants, not that he was on the Howard Stern show and Jay Leno. Yeah, he went from Baba Booey Jr. to Norm from Cheers Jr. Like, that's what he became. <laughs> the actual generous, the generous person who helped me with something that our chatter needed. 
your your drug dealer. We got it. Okay, yes. you sat down next to your drug dealer. Yeah, all right. And her and her loved one. They helped me. This person, he doesn't want to think that he's a good guy, but he's a damn good guy. Who doesn't want to think that they're a good guy? Why does John say things like this? Now, this person would tell you that he's an asshole, but I'm going to go ahead and say, pretty good guy. If you need a stuttering Don translation, what he tried to say was he doesn't want it out there that he donated this. Yeah. He just wants to do it out of the kindness of his heart. Right. And he took it as he hates being known to be good. He's a filthy Mexican who I buy drugs from. <laughs> You wouldn't no. think a guy named Javier would be good people, but bueno. You know what I mean? Bueno. Uh, most of them are scum of the earth. Don't get me wrong, but this is one of the good ones. He wouldn't give me more guacamole for free, but he gave me the weed for the chemo bitch and her daughter. Anyway, I'm doing because Shut he... up in the back. Shut up. We're not ready for you yet. <laughs> and turn the camera on. Yeah. I'm a good person. Do you have chemo? Then shut the fuck up. I want to think that he's a good guy, but he's a damn good guy. Okay. Because he and his wife aren't real. Got an <laughs> item this person needed that would be very, very helpful. So now he's bringing an accomplice into this too. And it wasn't just him, it was his wife also who supplied this illegal narcotic that I then shipped through uh, the U.S. mail. Is that what he's just this? drunk? <laughs> he's drunk at a bar, talking this guy's ear off about some woman neither one of them know. Yep. And to the point where the guy's like, "Dude, I'll get you weed. Just leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> just leave me alone. I don't know who you are. I'm 28. I don't know your life. I wasn't alive when you were known. Please get away from me. Pass the pretzel bowl back. Get your fist out of the pretzels. Stop. I'll give you weed for your fake person that's dying. We know the weeds for you. I like that Pat's pretending he's exaggerating, but he's not. No, that's probably exactly, that's exactly what's, what's fucking happening. happening. Wow, you yes. really did bartend, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, he's got it down. He's got And I went to the post office, and I mailed it. 45 homers, mom. 45. And I mailed it. And then I get to this thing, and then there is that, that generous guy. Again, too many fucking details. The way this guy tells the story. And then I took a left... Yes. And then I took a right, and then there's a mailbox. I opened the door to the mailbox. Upstairs, downstairs. Did he say 45 homers in the middle of that? I think so, yeah. I th they're probably talking about Judge. But nobody was talking. He just gave a stab. Because <laughs> he's reading the chat at the same time, and he gets distracted. Yeah. You know what? I didn't pick up on that. When, when he said 45, I didn't know what he was talking about. That's funny. <laughs> wait, wait a, you're paying attention. I like that. <laughs> Who turns to me, and I'm aware of five, six feet apart with various individuals, including this certain bartender. He's really painting a picture. You know, in yeah. that little... I'm respecting the restraining order he had given me from six feet apart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no way he could smell my B.O. I was six feet away from him. <laughs> I thought COVID was over, but whenever I go in the bar, everyone says I must stay six feet apart from them. It's not for anybody else for some reason. Everyone puts Maybe. on a mask. They weren't wearing masks before I came in. I don't <laughs> they just put a mask over my face. <laughs> <laughs> and a bag. <laughs> This generous man mm -hmm. just says, man, Trump is a fucking hypocrite. This is a man who has been crapping on Biden for a while, although it's all turning around, isn't it, folks? We'll get to that today.
John gets very confused. He doesn't think that you could dislike both Biden and Trump at the same time, which is very doable. Yeah. <laughs> Extremely doable. He's always confused by that. That's a Yankee Red Sox mentality, though. Yes. Like, if you're a huge Yankee fan, you can't. Like, guys like him don't know what to do when Roger Clemens came to their team. He's like, what do I do? He's a communist. How do I handle this? It's like, uh, no, he's a man with a job. As long as Johnny both. Damon shaves his beard, then I can root for him then. <laughs> That's it. That's fine. Yeah, John, did you know there's also the Orioles and the Blue Jays? What? The- <laughs> I had no idea. I like Oreos. They're good. <laughs> the double stuff's my favorite. <laughs> I guess I should have said the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> would have been probably a better. They used to be the Devil Rays. <laughs> it would have been a better example. But then people, the, the satanic cult people got involved and said, no, they're evil. And then the Rays killed that Steve Irwin guy. I met him one time. He's dead now. And if you want to donate money to Steve Irwin, send it to me yeah. and I'll get it to Steve Irwin. <laughs> I'm going to hunt that crocodile. If you just give to my PayPal. I probably shouldn't say his daughter's getting hot, but his daughter's getting kind of, you know, anyway, what I'm saying. I'd, I'd hunt her Most, crocodile if that's even a thing. Everyone joined in to the conversation. Yeah. You know, this is the guy that said anybody who pleads the fifth is guilty. Only the mob pleads the fifth. And then he pleads the fifth because he's a fucking hypocrite. John calling someone a hypocrite yeah. is insane. This is a guy who literally in the last two weeks has said that he is going to sue Patreon because they promote racist mm-hmm. and anti-Semitic mm-hmm. content. When we have so many examples of John using the N word mm-hmm talking about Jew boys, so many different examples of all these things that he's done. And he's sitting here going that Trump guy, he's a hypocrite. Okay, well, to yeah. be fair, what I was saying was I wish they'd also promote me. They're promoting that other <laughs> yeah, right. anti-Semitic yeah. stuff. Promote my anti-Semitic stuff. <laughs> As my friend stated. But the bartender is suffering from severe BDS. And let me just give you an example that happened before. You know what BDS is? No. So I guess it's Biden derangement syndrome. Oh, I thought it was like some kind of diarrhea of the mouth, but like with different words. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I think that's what he's talking about. Big dumb stuttering. Is that what BDS is? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's suffering from the same thing that I have. (laughs) BDS. I have mesophilioma and BDS. I suffer from both from being in a factory in 1978. Anyway, back, back to my story no one cares about. When this bartender made the ridiculous statement that Joe Biden was suffering from dementia. And I Is that ridiculous? It's he's something going on. Bro. Right. He's not right. Denny said he sniffed kids. He's not <laughs> sniffing them. He's taking in their essence. He's getting younger. <laughs> it's what he's doing. It's how you stay youthful. <laughs> that Joe Biden was suffering from dementia. And I, of course, said, Really? You mean more so than Trump? Hey, she says. Yeah, that's not an answer to our current president has dementia. Yeah, but this other guy does too. So what? That doesn't mean anything to anyone. Again, Pat, you've broken it down perfectly. This is a Red Sox-Yankees mentality. It's like, yeah, your closer's not very good. Yeah, but your closer's the worst. Yeah, but I know but you're not going to win a World Series if you don't have a closer. But that'd be even better if he said your closer is the worst and mine is the best. Instead, he goes, really? 
not as much as so you just did say he has dementia yeah just right. not as much dementia <laughs> as the other guy has yeah if I was writing it down, I'd put that lesser than an equal sign, and I'd put that over <laughs> dementia, and I'd put Biden here and Trump there. No politics at the pub. Yeah, from so you. From you, John. You're obnoxious. No one wants to hear you talk. You're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. You come into the pub, you scream about Trump, and they're all like, shut the fuck up, yeah. you loser. Also, no sports. <laughs> yeah. Also, no panhandling. How about that? Yeah. Can I get some free weed and some money for Leukemia Jones? Like, no, can you just buy a beer and leave? <laughs> also, no Johns. Yeah, but John Smith's right over there. No, we said no Johns. Johns. That's Jonathan now. <laughs> so, in other words, she can talk her political views, but she can't hear anybody else's. That is... Opposing hers. No, she can say that Biden has dementia because he probably does, and she doesn't want to hear what your fucking opinion is on Trump. That's what she's telling you, John. She's probably been hearing this guy talk about Trump for three and a half years, and she can't fucking take it anymore. And it's also, and like we said, a bartender talk. Drunks forget they don't work there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, no, she's saying, hey, I'm an employee. And you're getting annoying, and you're going to hurt my tips, so stop talking about this. He goes, what, you can? Yeah. She can also unlock the door and lock the door. She can also (laughs) call the police and throw you out. She has different (laughs) levels than you because she works there. And you followed her to her next job, which is terrifying. Yes. Oh, my God. Pat is spot on. I'm so glad that we did this segment with Pat. He's got this completely figured out. I want to open a bar with Pat. <laughs> it's like, so, no politics. What do I do? And no beer. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the pub. One of the patrons, my good friend, says Trump is a fucking hypocrite. And I, I say, yeah. Yeah, I've been saying that all along, guys. Remember when he was complaining about, about Obama golfing too much or whatever it was? And yet he exceeded him in one year. Obama's eight years at the golf course. Yeah, remember that? And what does this bartender do? She starts trashing Joe Biden and okay. telling. Now, you have to understand, folks, this is an open discussion. It's not one-on-one. Yeah, see, I don't think anyone else at the bar knew that. I don't think anyone else at the bar thought this was an open discussion that anyone could get involved in. I think she was just talking to her friend. Yeah. Her possible well, co-worker. She, no, I think she's just going against... You ever meet someone you don't like, so whatever opinion they have, yeah. you do the opposite yeah. just to make them mad in hopes they would leave. But then that person takes it as like a kindergarten like flirting. They're like, oh, they're making fun of me, so they want to fuck me. So he keeps going. He's like, how do I stop this? I made, I made, I said Biden's great. I don't even care. I never voted. I'm an illegal <laughs> yeah. alien. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're in fucking LA. No, nobody there is a fucking Trumper. And she's just like, you know what? I fucking like Trump now because you hate him. I'm, I'm sitting here in this human discord where it's an open threat for everybody. It's like, it's not a human discord, you asshole. It's people at a bar. Yes. Shut up like the guy who's dying of heroin in the corner and just drink your beer. And, and when someone tells you they don't want to hear from you, that is not just a hint. Like, I, I've been told to shut up before. I get it. Right away, like, oh, I need to shut Especially the fuck up. Especially at a bar where the <laughs> yeah. next thing is we'll cut you off. I'll cut you off <laughs> yeah. if you don't shut the fuck up. 
whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just telling you you're wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody's joining in. So this bartender says to... Yeah, they're the all o- telling you to shut the fuck yeah. up. Everyone's <laughs> in this discussion. This guy's telling me to shut up. This guy's telling me to beat it. This guy's telling me to go screw. Everyone's part of this discussion. One guy says, we closed an hour ago. You're in my car. Get out of here. Who are you? <laughs> the other Trumper who was there, who kept on saying, Trump's the man. Trump's the man. I don't care. He doesn't get caught. He could do whatever he wants. He's the man. This is the... This is... This is the real Trump derangement syndrome. It's from these loons that will kiss the ring of this guy. So my friend says, so, okay, let me back up. So the yeah, bartender. <laughs> we were going too fast for a second yeah. there. We were actually getting through some things, and I was like, well, 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 well. I think it's better that you, when you find out they weren't saying Trump's the man, they were yelling, jump that man. They don't want to beat the shit out of Sonny John. It's like, jump that man. Just somebody beat the shit out of that man. Says oh, you like, you like Trump? To the, this guy, I'll call him Little J, and she's... T- Oh, my son posts this funny thing with Biden screwing up or something. And I said, really, is a sticker for details. Yeah. She says, my son did this thing or something. So <laughs> I says, <laughs> here we go. To say, how about Trump saying that we bombed the airports? We took over the airports in 1776. She goes, hey, I'm not talking to you. You're screaming at me. Yeah. I'm not talking to you. Right. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. She's finally Freak. fucking had enough with your shit, John. She's yeah. just quoting Carl. Tons <laughs> <laughs> yelling at me. Yeah. Yelling at me. Good. And my friend it. goes, "Come on, you have to admit Trump's a piece of shit." She goes, "Well, Biden is a piece of shit too." Yeah. Now. That's fair. Good. And that was it. Getting somewhere. No more for me. I'm not going to be yelled at by you. When I'm there, I, even if I have three beers. I like that John is now ex- explaining that I'm the one who decided to stop going to this bar. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. They don't want you there, yeah. John. She doesn't <laughs> want you there. And he's like, no, no, you can't kick me out because I'm leaving. That's right. <laughs> I believe I had a hat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If I have three beers, what do you think I tip this woman every fucking time? Nothing. What do you think? Oh, man. Three beers. 12 bucks worth of beers. Okay. What do you think I tip this woman every fucking time? $3. 10 yeah. bucks. Whatever. 10 dude. bucks. No matter Maybe. if I have one beer or five beers. Wait a second. Wait. I'm confused by the math <laughs> yeah. here. He tips $10. You become less the hero as the <laughs> yeah, you have five beers. <laughs> this $10 is not that impressive yeah. anymore. I might have 20. <laughs> Once again, as a bartender that bartended during the day years ago, yep. when a drunk would come in and have a 20, and he's like, just keep it there. You keep the change. And yep. the more he drank, you're like, fuck, I'm not getting a dollar yep. out of this guy. Yeah. And like at first, you're like, I might get 15. But it's like, so if he goes in one day, it's whenever they throw him out. So when yeah. they realize that he's not going to tip, that's when she goes, all right, three beers, you're cut off. <laughs> now you got to go. <laughs> so then she keeps the $10. And yes. then he's like, all right, whatever. The next day, she knows how to get rid of him and keep his money. All right. But he is going to talk more about what a big tipper he is. Yes. Because as we all know, John is not broke. He yes. has tons of money. 
And he could just throw it around. If the principle at stake here is that he's not going to get yelled at, what the fuck does the money have to do with it? Nothing. And I actually, I, let's listen to this a little bit, and then I want to get Pat's take on it. Because okay. for some reason, assholes like this go into a bar, and let's say John is a big tipper. Sure. I think what he's trying to say is that for every beer he gives ten dollars. I think that's what he's trying There's to say. No fucking. It's not what he said. Well, it doesn't even make sense because if the beers are three dollars each or four dollars each, how do you give ten dollars on that? It doesn't even make sense, yeah, right? Whatever. So, but even if he did, sure, that doesn't mean he could just treat everyone like shit exactly. and be an asshole yeah. and yell, "You're an asshole," and I know everything about politics, and you need to shut up. Like, no, no, sir. But it does to every drunk. It does mean that. correct. And he, and so what this woman tells him is I don't need your money. Right. And John, which is the rudest thing possible, <laughs> thinks, no, you do. Ten nice. bucks. Because I'm generous to her and one other bartender at one of the pubs. Yeah. Ten bucks. Well, that's a towel right there, too. I'm generous to her and one other bartender. So the two girls he's trying to fuck. Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming it's a female. Yeah. Are, are, are I don't the... tip the guy. Yeah, right. What am I, gay? I'm tipping a guy for a beer? <laughs> I used to tip one lady, and then I realized she was a fella, and then I stopped tipping her. And she fucking, she said, you don't have to be here. You, I don't need your money. Get, what? Really? Really? After all that money I've given you, after all the support. Oh, she owes him. Yeah. You hear that, Pat? This this is insane. This is a flashback for anybody with a dad in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> just coming home drunk. It's like, you think you could just run around throwing your trapper keeper on the ground and make it fine? I paid for that keeper. I owe that keeper. I owe you. I'm your keeper. <laughs> I've given you. You felt it was okay to start screaming at me. In front of my friends, because I disagree with your... In front of my friends. Yeah. Another tell. There's so many tells in this. Did she embarrass you, John, because you're an idiot and she made you First look all, dumb? They're not your friends. They're other alcoholics in a right. bar. Correct. You're yelling at her at her job. Yes. <laughs> yes. At four in the afternoon. Just to recap, <laughs> he doesn't go there for the beer. He goes there to support her. Yes. Another fucking dick thing to say. Yeah. No, John, you go there because you're an alcoholic, and your options are five different places, and that place has to have a bartender, you know her name, and you want to fuck her. I used to be a Biden and a Lucy from that bar supporter. Now I no (laughs) longer support Lucy. It's just Biden. (laughs) just Biden. (laughs) Fucking BDS. And then you then tell me I don't have to be there. Really? Yeah, really. Really. Okay. Got it. Note to self, never fucking try to avoid being in your presence at any time of the day. Oh, good. You got it. Yes. That's exactly what she was saying. She doesn't want you around. Yes. Very good. No, if you break down how he worded it, he double negative it and he fucked it up. Uh, (laughs) He said he's going to be there. He's like, never always try to avoid. (laughs) All right. I'll tell you this again. Never fucking try to avoid being in your presence (laughs) at any time of the day. Never try to avoid. <laughs> yes, Gilbert, I give $10 tips. Even as Chad is going, are you yeah. sure about this? This doesn't make any sense. You you do a trumpet sound when you get two bucks from someone. No one thinks you're giving $10 to a bartender for every beer that you get. doesn't make sense. <laughs> Why go it. there for $4 beer if you're going to spend $14 each beer? 
doesn't yeah it doesn't make sense and actually it's funny because on the most recent episode of to catch a dabbler that we just played he was talking about why he liked pickwick's pub and it turned out it was because people will give him cash while he's there and he even <laughs> said in that same sentence that the beers are only four dollars yep. so he's obviously price conscious in Man. that math he spends 52 dollars for four beers. <laughs> right <laughs> so fuck off <laughs> And I'll tell you this. <laughs> so she, then, you know, she starts to tell you, you don't have to be here. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to LJ. I said, no, we're all talking to everybody here. See, again, this is John being so delusional. Yeah. When someone tells you I'm not talking to you, you have to realize they don't want to talk to you. This is like when Artie Lang said, I'm not friends with John. John's like, you, yes, we are friends. No, you're not. You know how I know that because I already said you're not. It, there's, there's two people in this equation. One of them says, I don't want to talk to you. And John goes, yes, you do. <laughs> no, I don't, John. How do you not understand this? I bet you this is because the bar owner thinks it's cool that Stuttering John drinks there. And therefore, he tells them, I know he yells, but it's kind of cool that he's here. Don't throw <laughs> him out. Just cut him off once in a while. She's like, he's an asshole. He doesn't matter. Why do I have to care about this man? And he's like, just let him stay. And get, I put it on the website, Stuttering John's here sometimes. Let it go. <laughs> it, it's like our clown from the ground round. He entertains some people when you come in sometimes. So, But he's like, she's like, fuck off. And he's just like, I'm allowed to be here. I'm your mascot. There's no... You, you, you didn't say, hey, little Jay, this is a private... You want to have a private discussion at a pub? Then you have it in private. <laughs> but when the whole... All of us are talking about Trump being a fucking hypocrite and Trump being a piece of shit, we're all having the fucking... fucking... <laughs> conversation he's like and i realized that i'm embarrassing myself yeah and i can't believe i'm still angry about this i'd like to end with a poem <laughs> <laughs> guys i i know that this we're so used to john being so retarded and so insane yeah think about this he is sobered up it's the next day and he's still this upset that we're now nine minutes into this rant yeah. where he's going off about how he was wronged by this bartender who doesn't like him and doesn't want him yelling at her and wants him to fuck off. Yeah. Like any bartender in the world. Right. But if you want that bartender to let you back in, maybe you don't go on the internet and yeah. yell about her. Oh, by the way, people have figured out who this bartender is, too. Of course they did. And, and they're putting in Yelp reviews saying how great she is awesome. and how much they love awesome. her. It's really funny. She's going to get outpouring of support now because of this incident. She's getting more super chats. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm going to be in L.A. in a few weeks. Oh. I should go visit Claire yeah. and give her 10 bucks oh, and be like, yeah. yeah, you know what? I think Biden does have some issues. Thanks for you the beer. You should do a show from that bar. <laughs> yeah. Just talking to people about, did somebody Johnny say out here? Anyone have any stories? <laughs> Does anyone miss him? <laughs> if, wait, Carl, if you don't think they know who you are, like, you think yeah, he complains yeah. about everything else? How many, this fucking ass, I'm, let me borrow your phone. My my minutes are up. I got to call the, the police department yep. and I got to yell about this guy. Let me borrow your phone. No. I know. I need to be a field reporter when I go to LA. Ten bucks is a fucking great tip for three beers. Fuck off. <laughs> Still talking about it. Yeah, someone in the in the chat was calling about. So he's like, "No, fuck that. That's a great tip. What are you talking about?" 
Not for three beers. No. But it doesn't matter. Because that <laughs> that relationship is over. I'm not going to be fucking... Yeah. I'm not going to be screamed at. She ended it. Because yeah. you're so fucked up in the head that you think that Biden is a piece of shit. Considering all the great shit Biden is doing for the middle class, you dumb fuck. It cost me $110 to fill my gas tank. What are you talking about? <laughs> Well, his, so his beginning argument was we were trying to have a discussion, and then he yeah. ends it by saying, we're all on one side. How dare you have another opinion? Yes, I know. That's a discussion, John. <laughs> <laughs> also, call me crazy, but hiring 90,000 people to work at the IRS, I'm not for. So I don't know. Oh. I, and I, I'm middle class, so I don't know. <laughs> you know, when is this Trump fucking train going to end? And all of these fucking loses that support <laughs> this ultimate loser. When is that going to end? Wow. Thank you. You're Don't welcome. <laughs> now, thank you. The lack of self-awareness <laughs> is astounding even for John. Oh, yeah. Someone sent me that clip. We were flying back from Denver, mm-hmm. and I was looking at it on the plane before we took off, and they're like, this is your whole Centering John segment next week. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't have to pull any other clips. That's insane. why you were screaming with laughter. <laughs> yeah, I had my feet up in the air at the airport. <laughs> yeah. so he's not, I know we said he's so, he's not sober because only a drunk person says thank you when speaking to <laughs> yeah. themselves. Yeah. He's talking to him. There's no one else there. We're listening, but he's like, thank yeah. you. He's, Who are you thanking? He's still at the pub in his mind. Yes. <laughs> okay, real quick. I just have to play these clips for you because right. he had an open house in his apartment, but it was during the time that he does his beer on the balcony show on Saturday afternoons. So what he did is he went out into his car and because it's very warm out in LA, he started this car. He has a seatbelt on, his car is running and he does his show from there. This is him bringing on his guest Modi. Now I'm gonna bring on Modi, my dearest comedy friend in comedy okay everybody welcome to beer on the balcony there's the link if you want to donate to help uh you know one of our chatters out who was uh whose loved one is going through chemo and could use the help all right again he keeps saying that all of the money that you give him to his paypal is going to this charity case which i'm not buying but this is modi on the show and this is john drinking in his car Modi, I got to tell you, uh, you know, I do the bulk of black box a lot. Yeah, it's a fun you know, room. I, yeah, I might get 40, 50. You, you don't get 40 or 50 people, John. You got a dozen. And oh, I thought he meant dollars. No, he gets 40 yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, he got a dozen people, and one of them was Scott the Engineer, and another one was Scott the Engineer's wife. <laughs> Sold out. Two shows there. They had to add another show, right? We did, yeah. We had, we had another show. It was so much fun. It's such a great room. It's uh, he's drinking I, a beer. Pat can't see the video, unfortunately, but he just took a sip of his Coors, which I don't live in California. Pretty sure that's illegal to have, to have your, your car, car running, car running, it, and drinking yeah. a beer. Illegal, open container. That's every, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I thought. This is the last clip I have. So Modi's doing a plug at the end of this interview, and Jeff Ross. You know who Jeff Ross is obviously. Uh, yeah. So Jeff Ross was in Centering John's movie. He played his best friend in his movie One Too Many. So you would assume that John and Jeff have some type of relationship 
with each other. They should be friendly or something. For some reason, when Jeff Ross's name is brought up, John says this. We're co-hosting it, but we're having amazing comedians. We have Jeff Ross is coming on. We got Jeff Ross's. Yeah, it's really sweet. And there's a surprise guest. Is he bringing his underage girlfriend? Uh, Um, I. I don't know what he's bringing. He's bringing good energy and love is what he's bringing. And, uh, Did he just call Jeff Ross a pedophile? Well, that's I'm out pretty there. sure that's what just happened. That is out there. Uh-huh. There's a lot of stuff on Jeff Ross when, when the Crystal and all the grooming stuff was happening. Yeah. But I think John was trying to be funny, but like during a plug for show. Yeah, yeah, he's, like, he's like, is it great Jeff Ross going to be there? Yeah, right. That's not the time to be like, yeah, that guy's an asshole, right? Like, well, I mean, he's at my show, so. That'd be like me being on, you or I being on Kumi and going, remember that tweet you did a while back? That thing? <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. It's like, what are you doing? You're on Stop it. <laughs> the only reason why anyone's showing up is because Jeff Ross is there, which means that Tell might show up. Shut up. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, I did get a parody sign that came in from Nick Waddle. And uh, this is the Coors are open, which I believe is um, that Scott Stat. Oh, Creed. Yes. Creed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I W-A-T-P. Clubfoot Kevin is making fun of me. I call Popak for a cease and desist. He's not taking my call, but Ohida is. The coals are open. I'm on the green screen. Welcome to. My place, my fake balcony. The pools are open. The pools are open. Well, I was on. All right, it's good attempt. I don't like that song. I can't listen to it. <laughs> it's hard doing a parody to a slow building song, yeah. but he did it. He did a good Scott Snap. I I like where it went. It was creative. Yeah. It's just you can feel his body going. Oh God, there's two more verses. Like, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You were you feeling can, my body doing yeah, that. Everyone. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> like, well, no, but that was as parodies go. That was that was good. at good detail. You're involved. It, it was. I was better than anything Suttering John's ever done. Well, yes, I would agree with yeah. that. Uh, Pat, we're going to run out of time again. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you go because you've been very gracious with your time today. I, appreciate I it, thank you so much. You've been hilarious. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Dude, always you. love coming on. Anytime you want me to shit on somebody, please let me know. Beautiful. I love coming on. I love that. We do it twice a week now, so that's good. Uh, where can people find Pat Oates? Just, you know what? Just support the podcast. The podcast that became your theme song and everything else there, Me Say Podcast Stinks, is now called POS. Me and Bobby Tamburo from Compound Media, we're co-hosting the show now. And you can find it on YouTube at POS Podcast or our Patreon POS Podcast there. Go check it out. Awesome. Pat, you do a great job, man. 
Guys, thank no. I love shitting on things, and you guys are my heroes at it. You, you're. I, I was turned like a Mormon. I learned the religion of you guys. I made my show better, and I like coming on here being a dickhead because I'm a recovering dickhead. Well, I so. will send our magic underwear in the mail to you, my friend. Oh, we're in. It's like, all right, thanks, guys. Thanks, buddy. See ya. The great Pat Oates. Yeah, killing it. Um. All right. So I do have another parody. That I want to play for everyone. This one came in from the guitar rabbi, who I believe is in our chat as well. And he just posted this in uh, the subreddit today. Okay, so Carl, I, um, I was inspired by your Patreon episode that you did, where you talked about John's kids. Now, come on. So I decided to write a little parody. Mama, take this course from me. I can't drink them anymore. Where's the sink? I gotta pee. Looks like John's checking into bed at fall. Hi, 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 yeah. Check, check, check it into bed if all. Hi, 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 yeah. Talk, talk, talking about John's kids. Let's start talking about John's kids. Yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> I wasn't ready for the Benny Four. I thought for sure it was going to be Coors. So that was good. Let's see. Vic is heading into work. This isn't work time. I thought she worked like three hours a day. I thought she worked across the street. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess no Vic again. Moo. I mean, moo. But I do have some uh, good news for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is that... Patty Broken Skull is back. Hey. A brand new episode of Free Water just dropped. <laughs> I listened to the first minute of it, and all he talked about was how much we've missed him, which I think he's right about that. Is this a segment or a teaser? When uh, when Patty's out around, everyone else should be like, where's Patty? <laughs> yeah, Patty exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is not the teaser, but this is... The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. This is the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts? Because my life has changed. There are decisions that I made for myself that didn't work out as I thought they would. I met an amazing partner. We stopped finding alignment. The person that was going to adopt me, that connection also disconnected. And I am finding healing with my family that I never imagined. To have a relationship that I do 
with my parent. Yeah, it's going to be a fast movement. <laughs> All action episode. Sarah Silverman again. Cosmic <laughs> Wisdom starring Laura Beth Finley. Hannah suggested this one. And the description of the show is, in this show, Cosmic Wisdoms will take you on a journey for the soul using astrology, intuition, and hypnotherapy to move blocks in her work. Laura Beth Finley is here to share the cosmic wisdoms of healing, transformation, and deep inner work to support integrative wellness. We might learn something. <laughs> if you're not careful, <laughs> you just might learn something. So uh, that's going to be a slog. That, no! It's the first time doing a teaser before. It's wrong with you. <laughs> Sorry. I thought slog meant fun. <laughs> it's going to be a giant slog. <laughs> All right. Please join us again. Crows will be here. Hey. We'll probably be talking about Patrick Michaels since he's back. Perfect. And who knows what else. <laughs> so join us. It might be the episode we find out once for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush bits of morning radio. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. What? 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 You fucking know all about this shit. Fuck you. Click, 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 my balls. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. There have been no laughs. You mean I'm not? You look like a cow. You're not charismatic. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Stephen Hawking actually called in, but they're for Vic, so I think I'm going to save them. Okay. I'll save them for when Vic is on this weekend, hopefully. This is the second episode she's missed because she's working. I don't like it. Who is she defending our country from? <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about here? All right. Let's get into some voicemails. Oh, did you happen to check out the comments on the Alex Jones YouTube video I posted yesterday? Yes, I did. It's the lowest rated like thumbs up, thumbs down video we've ever put up. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of Alex Jones fans. I noticed. In our audience. I, I apparently didn't treat him fairly. If you get through the episode long enough, you'll notice that I kind of am on both sides on this one. Mm-hmm. I think Alex Jones is crazy to blame this lawsuit on the globalists, because he is. But I also find it completely unfair the way that he was treated. And I do think that the, this is an issue for free speech and that other dominoes could fall. I think I made that pretty clear. Maybe I didn't. I mean, we started off by complimenting him as a broadcaster, but it wasn't enough for some people. Carl, you're complete and utter ignorance about <laughs> about Alex Jones's lawsuit. If if you truly believe everything that you're saying about that, then you deserve to lose to Stuttering John. Unironically. Okay, well, we'll see if that happens, sir. (laughs) 
karma might catch up with me. We'll we'll find out. Oh my gosh, the owner of the Pickwick Pub mm-hmm. called into the show. It's funny because Pat said they probably know who I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or they might. <laughs> let's, let's listen. Yeah, this is the uh, proprietor of Pickwick Pub, and I want you guys to know that I just got served with papers from Stuttering John. He said that we are responsible basically for the rapid spiraling of his health and even like the sound of his voice in the last four or five years. And got to tell you, I went through the archives of your show and his show, and I think we actually kind of are responsible. But uh, don't play this on the air. Don't call me back. (laughs) Don't uh, say that I admitted to anything. But do send me some tips on how to avoid being sued by stuttering fuckface. Call me back. Bye. Wow, he's suing everyone. Holy shit. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> God, I miss Gary from San Diego. He hasn't been calling in lately. If anyone knows Gary, tell him we miss him. Hey, guys. Sorry to call it such a downer of a message. My wife, a while ago, was raped by some racist MAGA Nazis, and she committed suicide last week. And while I'm trying to put money together for the funeral, um, if you could send any money to patreon.com slash for these podcasts, yeah. it would be a huge help. Yeah. Thank you. And God bless. Thank you for that, sir. Yes. I'll make sure all of the money goes to where it's supposed to go to. I promise. I'll put it in the mail along with the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Was that the craziest thing? John's committed three felonies just on his show in the last two weeks. <laughs> And he's sitting there going, he's going to have me arrested. Yeah. You're like, holy shit, John, you're breaking the law on your video stream. He's such an idiot. This time it's criminal. <laughs> yeah, this isn't a movie poster, you moron. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Carl. There's nothing civil about this lawsuit. <laughs> like, it's a good tagline, but I mean, what are we talking about? Is this a real thing that's going on? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> a nine-minute rant about how this woman doesn't want to talk to John ever again and said, I don't need your fucking money. Get the fuck out of my bar. And he ends it with, Thank you. Sincerely, me. <laughs> Holy shit. Hi, Carl. This is all the trick. Oh, Jesus, even high-pitch Eric is going to get on this now. I see what's going on. Hey, Carl, or uh, whatever intern is listening to this message. This is David in uh, Plymouth, Michigan, and I just wanted to let you know, just got my uh, tickets to the uh, show at the Magic Bag, so can't wait to see you guys. Wait. Sweet. I got a call. I'm going to three-way it in. Okay. Here it is. Here it is. Hey, Coral, this is Dorkle the Clown. I was just wondering if you're going to send me some free tickets to get there. I'd love to get up, up on the stage. Wait a second. This guy, Dorkle's called in to David from Plymouth and said, Hey, Carl, this is Dorkle's the Clown. I'm confused how this works. <laughs> when will you be calling into Carl's voicemail? I'll call you then. <laughs> on the stage and, uh, you know, check out Fix Ticks. I mean, maybe, uh, Juggle or, uh, See if my red nose is uh, as bad as it really thinks it is. Anyway, Carl, send me some tickets. Thanks. Yeah, Carl, we're gonna see uh, we're gonna see Dorkle there. That'd be awesome. Anyway, we're gonna hope to say hi and I'll have a meet and greet with you. So, see you then. 
at the risk of fucking up ticket sales. Dorkles is not a real clown. <laughs> there isn't actually a Dorkles the clown. It's just my buddy Kevin doing a voice. <laughs> Uh-oh, refund time. Yeah, oh, yeah. shit. All right, yeah. <laughs> no refunds is our official policy here on That's <laughs> our slogan. <laughs> Carl! Get fucked with the corn cob, asshole. Fuck you. Jesus, okay. All right. Uh, Edgar called into the show a couple times. Uh, this is the one I'm going to play. The other one was a little bit too boring. Hello. This is Edgar. Carl, you are not a cunt. Oh, good. April Falls. Got me. <laughs> Fucking got me. All right, last voicemail. First game of the NFL season is Buffalo versus L.A. That's correct, and I will be there, my friend. We're going to L.A., to watch the Bills beat the Rams. I bet that Stuttering John is a fan of the Giants or something because he's a loser. He is, yep. Just like they are. Yep. But Buffalo versus L.A., mm-hmm. whoever loses has to take down their Patreon. Let's do it. Oh, that's a good fucking bet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm out 9500 bucks and John's out 30 Okay. Yeah. Cool. Is it against the point spread, too, or how does this work? I've been let down by the Bills too many times, sir, to make that bet. As good as the Bills are these days, the last thing I would ever do is put money on them. I've literally never done that. It's a horrible idea. Too smart for that shit. And I'm not even a smart guy. (laughs) Go figure. All right, producer Chris, we're going to do this all over again on Saturday. All right. This has been fun. I like Pat. Yeah, dude. That was great. I wish he. I wish his internet worked. Yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Pat Oates with the internet? What he could do? <laughs> <laughs> be unstoppable. Yeah. Uh. What's with the dancing around the shit? I stink. You hate me. Great. Goodbye. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's the- over. <laughs> I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.